Welcome to Peace of Authenticity for the Remnant. We are so excited that you chose to spend your time with us today. A Remnant is a peace that remains. This is a podcast for the Remnant rising in this hour. The Remnant is a group of people who seek Jesus like it's their last hope because he is. In this podcast, we encourage, equip, and champion you to rise up and take a stand for Christ in the world that we live in. everybody welcome back monday morning monday morning today we have a very special guest with us ezra randall is coming today to be a part of this podcast and we couldn't be more excited we actually met ezra through a mutual friend or a few mutual friends actually and he runs covenant kingdom ministries yes so jordan tell them a little bit about there's there's so many the mission of theirs is so beautiful it's it's it there's a lot of teaching mentorship i mean there's so many different aspects they have a jail ministry they visit um nursing homes they actually have Mm -hmm. guitar and bass and drum lessons on a weekly basis they have hospital visits music therapy on top of just what ezra does and it's just so beautiful because he was saying his name means um son of encourager and that whenever you get to know him in this episode i promise you you'll know exactly what that means like he was created to be an encourager and that's the beauty of this ministry too yeah and Ezra one of the statements that he makes all the time is he's I'm here to find the treasure Mm. so I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode here's Ezra and we're about to get started hey everybody welcome back to another episode of peace of authenticity we're so glad that you're joining us today we we can't wait to get into yes. this episode because it's it's going to be powerful and and it's probably going to be things that you never even thought of that have <laughs> significant importance but we're going to talk about it today we have Ezra here with us who analyzes dreams and yes yes and we're we're so excited because we met you through a mutual friend yeah. right and <laughs> and and we heard great things of course and so we had that phone call the other night and it was just amazing. So we're really, really excited to have you on. Yeah. So before we dive into this, Ezra, if, if you don't mind, um, yeah, I have a tendency, everybody knows that listens to our podcast, they, they know I have a tendency to be skeptical ab- about everything, <laughs> just just in general, I, I don't, I, I take everything and, and just I analyze it. And I'm like, okay, I have to put this to the test. But I'm here to tell you guys, this is actually the first time we're seeing kind of seeing Ezra face to face. I mean, it's not really face to face, but it's through, through zoom right now. I talked to this man, this, this mighty man of God right here over the phone. And I maybe gave him a dream that I had a month ago. I maybe gave him like two, maybe three minutes of, of my whole dream, just like that. And he dissected that thing for the next 45 yeah. minutes oh, so and good. broke down that dream of exactly. And, and, it, and I'm telling you guys, there, there was no room for skepticism because the Lord 
highlighted everything. Mm -hmm. He was, he was analyzing this dream and he was basically calling me to the carpet on everything that the Lord had already been doing. Mm -hmm. And that was showing me that the Lord was trying to speak to me in my dreams, but it's very important that you have somebody with that gifting to, to help you analyze those dreams of people to partner with you to figure out exactly what the Lord is trying to get you to say. So Ezra, welcome. Take it from here, sir. Thank you so much. It's, uh, it's good to be here. Um, there's a lot of people that don't know about Covenant Kingdom Ministry mm -hmm. because um, we really like being able to go to Walmart and not have to give out autographs. We like to be <laughs> low key. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, some people say, well, um, don't nobody know about you. And I say, that's fine, you know, okay. because I, I love being able to just mingle with people and nobody wants my autograph. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I, I can say the faithfulness of God. Um, we've been analyzing dreams for over four decades, almost five decades. Wow. wow. And um, it's like I'm a closet person. You know, I know mm -hmm. there's a lot of well-known people that analyze these dreams and visions. And, uh, but I try to be modest and reserved, uh, but we do analyze dreams for people all over the country. Mm -hmm. uh, I just feel that uh, I'm, I'm, I'm content where I'm at, but if God mm -hmm. wants to put me on the map, that's fine. But I've been having a blast, uh, you, know, where, you know, where I'm at here in Western Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. And so um, I want to say this and I want to give you, I don't want to do all the talking, but uh, a lot of my, um, I don't call it dream interpretation. I call it mm -hmm. analyzing, which is a little bit safer. And so, as I told you the other night, if, if you had a sheet of paper and you had a, you had a picture of an elephant, a donkey and a chicken, and then you had the elephant, donkey and a chicken on the right, and they say, draw the picture to an elephant. And so basically, uh, I, that's what I do. I study mm -hmm. patterns. Um, there's symbols, colors, and numbers. Everything is, sim is, is centered around colors, numbers, and symbols. Um, another thing uh, is positive dreams and negative dreams. Mm -hmm. yeah. Another thing you need to know is do... Uh, a word called deactivation and activation. Mm -hmm. And really, I'm, I'm a very simple person. Uh, I was in special, special education. Um, this is not painful for me to tell you this because mm -hmm. a lot of us want to look important. We want to we wanna say we have PhD and we, you know, and now that's fine. Mm -hmm. But when I graduated at the age uh, 19 in the 12th grade, from Elk City High School, I had an educa uh, educational level of uh, probably a seventh grader. Mm -hmm. And I, I just kind of skimmed my way through school because I wanted to play checkers and dominoes and, and, and not have to do all those hard subjects. Oh, yeah. But then when I got out of school, I, uh, I applied to go in the Air Force. I wasn't smart enough to get in there. Mm -hmm. um, then I went to work for Walmart and just uh, I used all the my failures and different things to, uh, I guess, to just to um, be successful in Christ, I guess you could mm -hmm. say, or just mm -hmm. to just try to stay afloat 
and Christ. And one thing, uh, so as I was saying, I studied patterns. And so I'm really big when I give um, the meanings. I, I love the Hebrew meaning and the Greek meanings. And uh, basically, I love the parables uh, and the miracles of Jesus. This is the background, how I was able to analyze your dream. There's a lot of times mm -hmm. I share things with people that the books haven't even entered into people's heart. People be saying, where well, you get that? Uh, I say this very modestly. I walk in the gift of wisdom. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of things that I will say that people say, well, that's not in my dream book uh, and so forth. But um, mm -hmm. anyway, uh, it's all spirit driven and, and it's a very uh, unique ministry. And I'm here to tell you, I do not know a whole lot about anything because I every day I have a sin, every day you don't learn something is a wasted day. So mm -hmm. I don't know it all. I'm kind of like Apostle Paul, I'm still trying to learn and uh, but one thing after someone tell me their dream, I studied the pattern and the less I know about a person, the more I know about them. Yeah, no. And, and I would even say this to to everybody that's listening that might even, you know, be a little bit skeptical still like I was um, from from the moment that we called Ezra the other night, he literally told us, tell me as little about yourself yeah. as possible. <laughs> And so then it was just kind of like, uh, okay, because, you know, you automatically want to give somebody a background as to, well, this is what I've been walking through. And so maybe that's why the dream is connected yeah. to this. And he was just like, I don't, I don't want, you know, I don't want to know any of it. I don't want to know anything about you whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as that analysis of the dream just kind of unfolded, they were all things, he was pinpointing things that the Holy Spirit had already been dealing with me on and different things like that. And it was just kind of connecting dots all over the place. Mm -hmm. And I just thought it was a strange dream. And, you know, to go back to what he said, it's, it's either positive or negative. This one was a negative dream and it actually kind of messed with me a lot, but even still the, the, the point of it, the point behind it was still positive. Like, dude, the, the Lord wants you to go from where you're at to where, you know, you need to be. And so even though it, the dream had the negative connotations to it, but yeah, it, it was, it was absolutely, absolutely crazy. It's just refreshing too, because whenever we first met you, you know, that wisdom from the Lord was so evident. We just felt yeah. it right whenever you were speaking and I, I, I love about you that your testimony outlines the goodness of God and who he is and what a daily walk with the Lord looks like, because you always hear, you've seen it with, you know, we saw it with David. We saw it with all these different people in the Bible that the world said one thing about them. Right. But then yeah. God said another. And so that was so cool to hear that. Cause we didn't get to hear that, um, about you, Ezra, but that was, that was amazing. Um, thank you very really much. So, okay. So Ezra, di dive into this for a second, if, if you don't mind and kind of, kind of go through your, the, the process, I guess that, that the Lord takes you through somebody has a dream, mm -hmm. right? They, they don't know what to do with it. And the Lord, like, just like me, you know, the Lord, connects them to you and they're like Ezra I have this dream now now the ball's in your court so take take us away through the process of that okay normally 
people call me up. Um, I generally tell them like I told you, I said, sir, I don't mean to be disrespectful, but the less I know about you, the more I know about you. And that always kind of trip people up because they feel like, well, you, you know, you, you, you don't know me. We haven't met, so how can you know? And what it is, is that the way I analyze dreams, symbols, colors, and numbers tells everything. And that's what I would like to teach to people. Um, I have some people that have dream books, and that is good because dream books, uh, books on dreams, what they do, they point you in the right direction, and that's good. What my ministry offer is I offer you the, the information like I did you. I mean, I could have told you what your dream meant in 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But what I do, I, I like to break it down if people have the time. Mm -hmm. I like to break down the colors, the symbols, and the numbers, just like your 2013 <laughs> and everything. And, and, and I like to put all that together because it's a story. And now it's your testimony. Yeah. You know what God has told you. So basically, I take the colors, the symbols, and the numbers. I break those things down, and I tell you um, what those are. And then I either tell you that it's either a positive dream that needs to be activated, or it's a negative dream that we need to deactivate and mm. uh, dismantle cancel there's the assignments and the agenda of the devil because we know he comes to steal kill and to destroy and we have to call his plan null and void and mm -hmm. so that's kind of the pattern that i um go on um for, for an example um let's say uh there are four categories that we dream in uh and i sent you all the papers so i'm looking yeah at we the, got them the, yeah one, the dream level uh, uh, horse. And oh, so what I do is when I hear a dream, I see which level it's in. The sky dream is you flying in an airplane or you, you, you're uh, flying in the sky. That's what we call a, the sky dream. That's one level. There's three other levels. The second level is the topsoil. This is where you drive your vehicle upon, you ride your horse, your ATV, uh, motorcycle or whatever. And mm -hmm. then the next one is the bottom, bottom soil, which is mm -hmm. where the caves uh, and basically underground mm -hmm. uh, dirt, um, uh, certain things of that nature. And then the fourth and the last category or level of dream is the sea in the water. So nothing mm. is uh, uh, excluded from those different levels. So when I hear a dream, like your dream was a, was a, was a, um, was a topsoil dream because mm -hmm. you had your vehicle on the road. Mm -hmm. So if, whether you're flying an airplane or driving, uh, uh, on the vehicle or on the road, should I say, or mm -hmm. whether you're driving, on a tunnel, in a train, or if you're in the sea. And so that's what I do. I, mm -hmm. I figure out which one uh, it is. And then if, as you see the next one, uh, I figure out if it's a, um, uh, you take with those four levels in the top, uh, in the sky dream, you have eagles, you have airplanes, you have mm -hmm. helicopters. There's just so much stuff that's up there. 
Okay, mm -hmm. so you look at that. So your dream didn't qualify for that. Yeah. Okay, and then you look at the, 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 the topsoil. We see horses, we see vehicles, we see trees, we see dogs, cats. Mm -hmm. Okay, that was the category that your dream came under. It was a topsoil dream. Now, if you're out in the ocean, if you're swimming in a swimming pool, so mm -hmm. basically you find out what level that you're dreaming on and then you stick to that and so basically i i have like for an example i got this broken down like a horse do you see the word mm -hmm. horse on your paper yeah. uh -huh. mm -hmm. so let's look let's look at horse so the horse means power endurance anointing mm -hmm. righteousness prosperity and authority those are some of the main uh symbols of what a horse so now let's so we so we have the word horse so somebody say, well, what if the horse is in a field? Mm -hmm. So it means, you know, a field with grass. It means there's prosperity and the horse is observing. He's not having to be, uh, nobody ride on him. He's just kind of, you know, behind the fence and just taking it easy, mm -hmm. enjoying life. Okay, somebody may say, well, what if the horse is, uh, what, if, uh, what if it's the, uh, the horse is working the cows? Mm -hmm. in the in the pasture so i have in uh after that and that equal mean that's what it means it means authority mm. because he is controlling the cows the cowboy is on his horse yeah. and getting the cows and in the to the right to the right stalls and and so forth so somebody say well what if your horse is in the rodeo you see how it changes we're talking yeah. about yeah how to find out where is your horse participating in? So let's say a horse in the rodeo, it's about time, it's about speed, it's mm -hmm. about control. And I got in parentheses, bear racing. So if your <laughs> horse is in the rodeo and, and the girl is riding him and she's petting him and talking to him, uh, come on, butch, or whatever your horse may mean. I need you to get out there and I don't, I don't need you to swing wide around that barrel. I need you to, but I don't need you to knock the barrel over, but it's about speed, it's about endurance. Yeah. And yeah. so uh, it's, we're still talking about the same horse, but it's what arena are we talking about? Mm. Where are you going to use this power? How are we going to display this endurance, this authority, this righteousness, this prosperity, the authority? And then the last one is a horse in a parade. Mm -hmm. So the horse in the parade, he's got all his pretty stuff on and, 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 and they got him all, his tail is, is fixed up and he's prancing you know, mm -hmm. and, and, and he's stepping real big because he's yeah. a show horse. Yeah. You don't have to go out there and, 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 and keep the cows. He's not out there observing. He realized people are looking at me. And yeah. so I gotta be on my best. What does that speak mm -hmm. to you? Just, just a horse right there. Mm. Yeah, that's and, and I, I, I love how it's, you know, a lot of times when we have dreams, you might have a horse in your dream, but then you don't ever pay attention to like what that horse is doing, like what you're saying, but it's like every, every yeah. little detail matters, yes. even like yeah. what, what that horse is doing and, and everything. And I know when, um, when you were breaking down, 
you, my, my dream is even like mine had to do with like a moving vehicle, like what the next category is on this paper that you sent us. Mm-hmm. And it was like my truck and okay, well, who all was in the truck? You know, what, how was everybody yes. positioned in that mm-hmm. truck? How was everybody sitting there? What was going on? Was, was, yes. w- was there conversation being happening in the truck? You know what I mean? And, and so you're, you're sitting here thinking about all these details that when you normally wake up from a dream, you're just kind of like, that was strange. Like, what, you know, why, why did that happen? But, but everything, you know, I believe that everything with the Lord is not done on accident. Mm-hmm. Everything, oh, yeah. everything has a purpose and, and everything has a position. And so dreams, visions, mm-hmm. everything else like that is the same way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also noticed that you sent over um, the sheet about uh, the dreams and everybody in the Bible. Oh, yes. that, that had dreams and visions, right? And, and it, so it sets up your ministry even, you know, even further that was like, you know, God spoke through dreams and visions to all of these people and with biblical, with the biblical account to back it up. Mm-hmm. And we're going to put these, if you don't mind, we're going to put mm-hmm. these papers in the notes to go along with the podcast so that people can follow along this and read it, you know, as we're talking, or, you know, if they want to come and, and have you analyze a dream for them later, they'll have all your information and stuff like that. Um, yeah. And so, uh, so in, in go ahead and, and dive in a little bit more into that, Ezra, because you were talking about, uh, not only like, you know, a horse or a vehicle, mm-hmm. but you were talking about numbers um, and in uh in symbols like uh, everything yeah he did the symbols uh the colors and the numbers oh colors yeah. and numbers i'm sorry so so dive dive a little bit more into that and kind of explain that basically symbols colors and numbers it has to be a story before before it can become a testimony mm, wow. oh my phone is going down derives can you bring me my charger please Hey, my battery's good. down. I'm sorry about that. That's no, okay. It's okay. But before you can be uh, go to the courthouse and testify mm-hmm. on somebody's behalf, you have to have witnessed a story. Wow. And after you witnessed a story, your story becomes a testimony, mm. uh, and so forth. And so, wow. um, so basically, um, the numbers is is a story. And it, it and it takes the testimony. So what I like about numbers, depending on if you're talking about a wedding, the numbers change. Mm-hmm. When you're talking about, so the numbers may change seven different ways depending on what's which category you're in. But as I, I think the numbers went from one to twelve, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so basically, what that is, that is a salvation plan. That is God's salvation plan for redeeming man and making, giving him what Adam lost. Mm. That's what those, that's the salvation. Wow. So it lets you know that God is the creator. Jesus is, is the one that was in agreement with him. Yeah. Basically, yeah. three is completion, uh, God's completion. And basically, number four starts with the purpose of man. And, and man needs grace to be completed. Basically, he gives him a new beginning uh, it, with number eight, we see. And then basically number nine, he's, 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 he's happy and thankful. Uh, he's being made whole. Basically, 10 is completion mm-hmm. of, of mm-hmm. The, the three S's, the shell, the soul, and the spirit. And basically, number 11 begins him in transitioning to his purpose. 
mm. back to restoration and transformation. And number 12 is a really good number because it's, it's, it's governmental power and purpose and plan. And wow. so that those groups, the numbers is symbolic to man's salvation. Wow. Now you can get those numbers and you, you can apply it to another category that you have to tweak them a little bit because you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's the salvation side of those wow. numbers. Yeah, mm. that was good. So, okay, so you you said something, um, and and I, I want you I want you to really touch on this um, before, and, and you know, next episode, everybody, we're, we're having people send in their mm-hmm. dreams, mm-hmm. right? And so, so that way, Ezra can analyze those things, and we can really get down to what's wrong with each and every one of you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, but, um, so, so Ezra, you said something that, that I thought was, was absolutely powerful when we first talked on the phone and, and, and I asked you when, like, when did you start moving in this gifting? And, and like, so like, like, when did you recognize that you had this gifting and, and you laid out this, this like amazing response. And, and if you would, I would ask that you share that with our listeners because it was absolutely powerful. Okay, yes, it was about, um, I remember telling you that a lot of time people may uh, uh, become the age of 50 and then they feel like, you know, God is wanting me to start a ministry, prison ministry. And it's like, yeah, I don't know why I wait so late to start prison ministry or whatever. Um, I was sharing with you that, God doesn't plant those seeds in a late uh, time of your life. When you're born, mm-hmm. you are fully equipped. Yeah. And basically, uh, faith and obedience works together for mm. uh, those uh, uh, for what God has His talents, His abilities, and your callings to begin to work in your life. So you take a person that. Um, is very slowful. Mm-hmm. Uh, a person who put off today for tomorrow. Um, a person who is lazy. A person who does not have their priorities in order. Those seeds are there, but they will never mm-hmm. uh, come into spiritual alignment with God's assignment. So faith and obedience. Everything that you're born when you're born, your whole destiny is wrapped and shaped mm-hmm. in there. And as you begin to pursue your purpose and your calling and with the abilities of God, then it's like, as I was telling you, there are certain dreams that grow in the summertime. And then there's other kind of dreams that grow in the fall. And so your season of obedience and faith will uh, help those things to start uh, coming forth in the mm-hmm. season that they're supposed to come in. God don't do any, as Solomon says, there's nothing new under the sun. So yeah. God is not going to wait till you become 70 and say, I'm going to do a new thing with you. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. It is already there when you wow. were born. And we call it talents, gifts, and abilities. And um, the, the way that work is um, you're born with talents and gifts. Uh, and, 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 and God will call you and say, hey, Jordan, and you got something I need. And you'll be saying, what can I have that you need? Because he knows the, uh, the talents. So mm-hmm. he calls for the talents. 
And then when he realized you stopped making excuses, you know the, who the last person that shows up is the ability, which is mm. he will financially support you. He will put people in your life to support you. And this is when Moses will call to lead the children of Israel. Um, mm. He tried to give it to Aaron, but Moses had to call. Yeah. He was born with that gift. And then God called him and with the spirit of illumination through that tree mm -hmm. that was uh, yeah. on fire. It was illumination of God in that burning bush. Mm. And when, and when um, Moses stopped making excuses, then he made a way for him. So basically, it's just amazing to know that everything that you will ever become or be is already in the seed. The mm -hmm. seed will minister to the knees. The seed will stop the cycle of opposition. Wow. Yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness. So, yeah. So I, I asked that question, right? Because um, like you said earlier, all of us are looking for some, oh, it's like, well, that person has like a PhD or that person's been in ministry for this amount of time. Yeah. And so you get in this habit of asking people, well, how long have you been in ministry? And so <laughs> when, when, like, when I asked that question, because of course, Jordan and I did our due diligence and we went and scoped out Ezra's uh, website and everything because I was like, I don't want somebody coming on here <laughs> saying all sorts of craziness and then I can't stop it. You know what I mean? And they said, <laughs> as if, as if we have all that control anyway, but, but then, you know, we, we go. And, and so I'm, I'm literally asking Ezra, I'm like, how, how long have you been doing dream analysis ministry? And he goes into this whole thing of all the way back. Then he starts out the story as, as when, you know, like the, his, his parents, you know, I, I believe what was, you said was yeah. when, when my father planted the seed, I, I mm -hmm. think it is what you said. And I, I said, Oh man, we're going all the way back. <laughs> like like we're, we're going yeah. all the way, all the yeah. way back to the beginning. And, and he went and unpacked this whole thing and said exactly what you guys just heard about from, from the time that, you know, he was conceived, you know, the time that, that like the Bible says for, for, I knew you, you know, when, the, when God's saying, I know you um, from the time that conception happened, that you were formed. Mm -hmm. And and then he before, goes into that. Before, before you was yeah. born. Yeah, before. There you go. Yeah. yeah. And so like he, he goes into this and I'm just sitting here going, oh my gosh, I, I was not expecting that. That, so that, that whole teaching came off guard and it was like, that was just for free. That wasn't even part of the dream analysis ministry but then um he told us that you started actually doing the analyzing right at 16 that's what you yes, said sir. right mm -hmm. yes sir yes, wow sir. Mm. wow and that's and, that's that's when it started manifesting it was already there yeah that's what it began to manifest wow you know somebody must say well hey you just started this yesterday no this it's been there 16 years ago it just for some reason it manifested yesterday yeah. Mm, wow. wow. So um, whenever you realize that, because you said when you were 16, you're like, how do I know this? How do I feel like I know that, you know, these certain things? Um, what did you do with it? How did how did you start um, cultivating, I guess, more whenever you realize that manifestation of that? Well, this is um, I was um, I was uh, uh, I think 16 years, I think at 16, I think I was I think that was in 1975. And so I didn't think much of it. But then when it when I saw the newspaper brought validation mm -hmm. that what God had given me 
a week or two before, I thought, wait a minute, how did I know that? Mm-hmm. And then I begin to evaluate and start taking inventory. How did I know that? And then my brother, I told my brother, Jerry, I said, Jerry, I knew that that person was going to die by a train. And my brother, Jerry, was not supportive. He said, oh, anybody can say somebody's going to get killed by a train. Uh, and, and it happened. But And so wow. in 1975, this is when I started uh, analyzing dreams and, 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 and start doing this. I, I, you know, we lived a very sheltered life. Now, you must remember this 16-year-old kid is in special ed, and they're not teaching nothing in special education, mm-hmm. you know, how to, you know, we know how to play checkers and dominoes, but we, we was reared up in a Pentecostal church, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, very strong, you know, we went to, I started working in 1969, I was introduced to the to the cotton field. So we would go to the mm-hmm. cotton field. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'd go to school and and, and 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 that's it. We didn't have a whole lot of things that we uh, would participate in. So I began to say like, God, what does this mean? So I couldn't go to anybody in mm-hmm. 1975. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I don't know if any, I'm sure there was books out, but it was just like, um, it's like when God showed this to me, I didn't really want to go and get a book off the shelf or to get anybody else's testimony. And, and, and I repeat this, I say this very modestly, it's nothing wrong with other people's testimony. Mm-hmm. It's nothing wrong with reading. There's a lot of good information, mm-hmm. but check this out, couple, family, the seed that we're ministering to the need and the revelation that was coming from my meditation. Remember I told you the other day, revelation comes from meditation. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was, it was giving me all the information I needed. Wow. So I didn't really have to seek out a lot of advice. So I would just get quiet before God and say, God, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. What are you seeing? And I would just close my eyes and meditate and he would begin to lead me. And I had this niece, uh, her name is Angelique uh, Wiseman, and God always going to have a ram in the bush. So she would, um, you know, you got to practice on somebody, you know, before you become a doctor, you got to practice on somebody. Yeah. And so God says, I got to, I got to send you somebody. Um, and so in, in the early eighties, um, she would always have a dream every other week mm-hmm. and she would call me unk. I'm everybody's uncle. Um, one of my nicknames is Uncle Bones. And she would say, Unc, I had a dream. And, and um, I would begin to analyze her dreams. Mm-hmm. And she would say, and she'd call me back a week later and say, it came to pass. Or I would deactivate one. And she said, hey, I was almost in a wreck. And, and I know, you know, and, and I kept practicing on her. And then um, I began to fast. There was, there was a seed to say, you need to fast. Um, um, I, I would go on these extended fasts for like mm. five weeks and, and four weeks and three weeks. And, and, and I would just, I would seek the Lord through fasting and praying and, and got into more meditation and more of the answers begin to, and, and I really didn't have time to go and read books and seek somebody testimony because God was building a testimony within my spirit. And next thing you knew, um, people were calling me up and I was deactivating dreams and activating dreams and all of that. 
Wow. Oh my goodness. That's, that's amazing because <laughs> wow. where uh, it, I don't have the words right now, but I just love yeah. that. It's so amazing because I think what we do in our human minds, when we feel like the Lord's called us to do something, oh, well, I have to do this, that, and this. I need to study this if I'm going to be able to do that. And we think on such a um, worldly standard. And Whoa. so just hearing that, hearing that from you is just like, wow, um, yeah. that really, really speaks to Meditation me. leads to revelation. Yes. That's, wow. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to write it down again. I yeah. know we wrote it down the other right. night, but <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. That's going to be written down several times in this house. So <laughs> it's all right. That's fine. Mm. Um, oh my no, gosh. Go I, I don't know if you said that right. Say that again. You said, you said, uh, yeah. Meditation leads to revelation. That's it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Meditate upon the Lord. Yeah. You bring the revelation and you get the answers. You get the solution and yeah. everything. Yeah, and so basically, I have a scripture to back that up. Everything that I say and do, the, my my uh, 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 colors, negative and positive. Uh, Jesus was walking on the water, and his disciples was, were in the boat, mm -hmm. and Jesus would have passed him up, but then they they thought he was a ghost, and they're like, oh, they became afraid. And one portion yeah. of one of the writers says. Uh, long story short when it got to the end of the story he says the reason you didn't recognize me you didn't ponder upon the miracle yesterday he fed five thousand men not mm -hmm. counting the children and women it was just a meal to them what they were supposed to do is go and sit under the shade tree and just figure that out now wait a minute we set the the the, the people in companies of 50 and i saw that little boy's meal two fish and five loads, and he blessed it. And then we feed 5,000 men, and they have family, and they are not mentioned for some reason. And then we take up the number 12. What does the number 12 represent? God's God. governmental power for man. Yeah. So how can you end up with more than you started with? It was about he wanted the number 12 mm. to stand out. They were supposed to go and meditate on the number 12, 12 baskets of fragment was taken up and it was supposed mm. to meditate on that to let them know that, hey, I'm in power. Mm. I rule and reign. I'm the prince of peace. I'm the head and I have a successful end. And if they would have meditated on that, then their spiritual eyes would have been open. So when he started mm. walking, that's, oh, that's Jesus. Oh, mm. come, come on in the boat, Jesus. So that's where I get the scripture that meditation leads to the revelation mm. of wow. your life yes wow that's so good that's amazing that's so good unfortunately i i believe that we've gotten to the time that this episode has to come to an end i'm i'm so yes. excited for for the next one yes. i hope uh everybody listen by by next week after this this podcast airs next week we we want we're gonna have those dreams being analyzed by Ezra and you know some some might be pretty in depth and some some might be you know just told scratch the surface so you can go seek the Lord for yourself on um, on what it is but mm -hmm. um, it, it was exciting Ezra thank you so much sir yes, for joining us you. today he's gonna be here again next week for next podcast so tune in right here same time same place uh, we'll see you right here bye guys.
Right. Thank you for the opportunity.